Welcome to another edition of the Darren Sargent Show. This is your host, Darren Sargent. This is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Today, I'm asking the question, what are you doing today? Thanks for joining This is episode number 25. It's hard to believe that we are 25 episodes into the Darren Sargent Show. I want to say a great big thank you once again to all of those that have supported, rated, reviewed, subscribed, told other people about the Darren Sargent Show. I so, so very much appreciate it. Today, I want to ask the question, what are you doing today? I'm not talking about your schedule. I'm talking about what are you doing with your faith? I, I believe that we're kind of in a quandary here in this generation. We have people that are living their lives with an indifference. What do you mean by that, Darren? I'm simply saying that it's kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, whatever comes along. I, I wrote a little ebook. In fact, I read it uh, back a few episodes ago called The Rule of Thumb. And in it, I open it with, it is what it is. And how much I really despise that saying. It's like, eh, whatever, whatever will be, will be. And that I understand people talking that way, but at the same time, I don't think that's the the attitude or the spirit in which we should live. When you look in Scripture, you find that Jesus in the, the book of Revelation, he writes to seven different churches through uh, the disciple by the name of John. Jesus writes these letters, and one of them is to a church in a place called Laodicea. He writes to this church that is kind of indifferent. They're they're like, man, whatever, you know, uh, I'm I'm okay with with this. I'm okay with that. The church in Laodicea, it was a pretty powerful little community. If you'll study it out, Laodicea had been destroyed by a big earthquake 35 years prior to the writing of this letter, and since they had rebuilt, they rebuilt it pretty strong. They they fortified this city pretty well. History says that there were stadiums, there was theaters, there was lavish public baths and shopping malls. Can you believe that? They had shopping malls in Laodicea. That ought to make all the ladies happy. Literally, it was kind of like, I guess you could say, a modern-day Dubai. It was a place that people wanted to go to. It was the place to be. The problem, however, with this community is that they had an inadequate water supply. And that caused some issues. So what they did is they built elaborate aqueducts to bring water in from one of two places. They brought it from Colossae or from a place called Hierapolis. Colossae was known for its cold water. Cold water had a purpose. It was soothing. It was refreshing on a hot day. Hierapolis was known for having hot springs. Hot springs were thought of as being medicinal. You, you could take baths in hot water. And so they would pipe in this water from these two places. 
The problem is, however, by the time the water got to lay out to sea, it was no longer cold It was, and it was no longer hot. Now it was dirty, it was tepid, and it was, yes, you guessed it, lukewarm. So Jesus wrote to this community about the problem of this spiritual lukewarmness, the spiritual indifference. And he used words to really highlight what he was trying to say through this issue that they would have understood what he was saying. Just the context of Revelations 3 is so powerful. Let's just take a look real quick at verse uh, number 15 and 16 of Revelation 3. And it says, I know your deeds. I just want to reach into those two verses and pull that out. I know your deeds. I know how you're living. In other words, I know what you did this week. I know what you're doing next week. I know your deeds. I know if you've got spiritual passion. I know if you've got energy for the things of the kingdom of God. Or I know if you're just like lukewarm. Jesus says, I know your deeds, that you're neither hot nor cold. I wish you were either one of these. I wish you were one or the other. Both serve a purpose, but you're not allowing it to be one or the other. So he says, because you're lukewarm, like the water that gets to where you are, because you're lukewarm, because you're neither hot nor cold, you know what? I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Now, this is this is a powerful powerful application that I think even applies to us today. Jesus is basically telling them you're spiritually stale. You are depressingly detached. After everything I've done for you, he's writing to the church. After everything I've done for you, after all that I've called you to do, after everything I've placed within you to make a difference in the world, after what I've empowered you with, you don't even seem to care. This is what I want us to to notice today. He says, because you don't care, because you're indifferent, because you're spiritually stale, I'm about to spit you out. Now, I know it's morning. Maybe some of you are listening to this in the morning, don't want to make you sick before breakfast. But very literally what he was saying was, "I, I want to vomit you out of my mouth. Jesus is saying, your spiritual indifference It doesn't just break my heart. It turns my stomach. After everything I've done, I want you to recall the things that I've done for you. But you're not. So he's asking them, what are you doing with what I've given you? Now, I think there's a lot of reasons that we could talk about this lukewarmness, how it comes about, the spiritual indifference, if you will. One of them, I think, is self-sufficiency. We rely too much on ourselves. The first thing is what we need to really look at here because I think from it springs all the other diseases, if you will, of the Spirit. Jesus said in Revelations 3.17, you say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and I don't need a thing. But you don't even realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Jesus is saying, you don't even realize that you are, just don't have anything really to offer when you are spiritually indifferent. You don't realize that you think you have what you need, but you're missing out on really what matters most. 
today, so often in this hour in which we live, when I'm talking to people in the world, on a bus, not that I ride a bus, but in a gym, and not that I go to a gym very often, but when I'm out talking to people, I'm talking to them about maybe spiritual conditions. They don't know it, but I am. I talk to them about things like eternity. I may be witnessing to someone, and they're like, yeah, okay, uh, that's all right. I don't really need that. I'm good. I got my car. I got my iPhone. I got it upgraded, you know. I, 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 got, my, I got my Snuggie. I'm good. I got everything I need. And Jesus is saying, you know what? You got a lot of material stuff, but you are spiritually void. You're full of things of this world, and you're lacking in what truly matters. Your life is full of stuff, but it's empty of meaning. Can I say that again? Your life is full of stuff, but it's empty of meaning. Why are we so drawn to the things of this world and the things of this world never truly satisfy? How do I know that? Because you're always having to get something else from this world. Now, that leads me to my next point that I think brings indifference and kind of a lukewarmness into our life, and that is the distractions of this world. Jesus said in Mark 4.19, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Now, let me just kind of wrap this up. I think sometimes we allow the things of this world, specifically right now, some of us are so distracted by what's going on that we're missing what we are called to do. We are allowing ourselves to buy into the fear that is running rampant in today's world. Let's call it what it is. We're distracted. Let, let's not make any, any bones about it. Let's talk about it. We're distracted. We're looking everywhere but to God and to his word. We think, you know what? I don't know if we're going to make it. The word that was delivered on Sunday has already been plucked out of us. Your pastor preached. You, you read the word. You heard a sermon. You listened to a song, and a seed was deposited, and it's taken because you're distracted. It's not like that we don't really care. It's just that we get distracted. We're looking at Jesus, then we're looking at all the things that are happening. We get overwhelmed, and we're like, oh, I still kind of love Jesus. I'm, I'm just tired right now. I just want to relax. I want to I just get away. Self-sufficiency and distractions of this world are damaging. Jesus is really calling us to do something today. Now, I live by a very, very simple statement that I've written down in my journals. It's in front of me often. And it's simply this. Every day, I'm going to do something that requires faith. Every day. I'm going to stand up for something. I'm going to stretch I'm going to forgive someone. If I have to, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to witness. I'm going to be bold. Every day, I'm going to do something that requires faith. 
this is the single most important thing that I could tell you on this episode. Do something today. Do something daily that requires faith. Don't just go through life and exist. Do something daily that requires faith. I believe the scriptures talk about this. It says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. If we are not living by faith, we cannot please God. And James tells us that faith without works is what? Dead. Dead. Faith brings life. When we're living by faith, we, we, are, we are operating in realms that is not humanly possible to operate in. Instead of being consumed by this world and the distractions or what other people think about us, all of a sudden we are more consumed with what God thinks about us. This is what it means to every day do something that requires faith. When you're living by faith, suddenly you're living for things that last, not for what doesn't last. Instead of rationalizing sins and trying to get away with what you think you're getting away with, you're giving those things to God. You're bold in spirit. People are amazed by your faith. Suddenly, you're not just turning to God whenever you need him. You're turning to God every moment of every day because we have to abide within that vine that strengthens us. Every day, daily, do something that requires faith. Well, I may get hurt if I step out. You know what? It's better to hurt with a purpose than to exist without one. I think Jesus is talking to this generation through Revelation chapter 3. And he's saying, come on, let's operate in faith. Step out. Do something daily that requires faith. God's got incredible things in store, but you cannot sit idly by and just exist. Every day, this is what I want you to do today. Every day, do something that requires faith. Make that call. Forgive that person. Apologize to that individual. Step out in faith, believing that he that hath begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God's got good things in store for you today. And it requires faith. Thanks for joining us. Look us up at darrensargent.com. Exciting things ahead right here on The Darren Sargent Show.